Hey everybody, today we are going to be listening to my interview with Hunter and Megan from Druzy Rose out of Minneapolis. They are an amazing band to see live and listen to their records. They're, they're great songsmiths in their own right. There's one thing I wanted to jump in at the front of this interview and uh, mention before we get into everything. So these interviews get pre-recorded, right? We recorded this in I think the summer of 2022 somewhere around there. Anyway, there's a point in this interview where I bring up Kanye West and in a positive light. Risky move in any time, but I I mentioned that, you know, he made some good records and could have been an influence on Jersey Rose, right? This was pre-Kanye going full anti-Semitic or anti-Semitic at all. Uh, we didn't... Maybe, look, he, he may have had said things at that point in time, but I didn't know about him. And so I apologize. It's no reflection on Jeruzy Rose or anything like that. I just, you know, I liked Kanye's music before he went off the deep end. And there arguments can be made about when that happened. But nonetheless, I just want to address it and say that we were not advocating for Kanye after all of this came to light. So enough of me rambling. Let's get into the conversation with Jeruzy Rose. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. All right. Welcome back to Glad You're Here and HappyProductions.live. I am Grant Glad, and I got to tell you, I'm real glad you're here, and I'm glad that Druzy Rose... Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm messing up buttons. I'm glad that Druzy Rose is here in the studio with me. How are you all doing? Doing good, Grant. How you doing? I'm good. <laughs> doing so good, Grant. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks so much for coming up. This is going to be this is gonna be fun. We were chatting off the air about... Uh, you know, drugs and music festivals and, and stuff like that as one Way does. To call us out. <laughs> <laughs> right, off the, right off the gate. Damn. Hey, no, I, I wasn't calling you guys out. I'm just, I'm just saying for anybody, for anybody out there doing the Sunday replay for their, for their family on the, on the church cruise home, um, tune back in in a little while, but, uh, <laughs> Jersey Rose. So you guys have been also, I'm sorry. I keep saying guys. So just slap me when but I do you're that. You're all good. You're all good. Um, I know what you mean. Yeah. You you all have been doing this for how long? How long has Druzy Rose been in existence? Let me think. I think four years. Four years. That's pretty good. Um, but we've kind of had a changing lineup since we started. Like, it was myself and then our now drummer, Ghosty. And we met each other in college when we were 18. And we were, like, fast friends, like, playing music in my dorm room, like, cajon and keyboard. So bad. Playing lots of Tovlo covers, that kind of thing. <laughs> and then after we graduated, we were in a different band together. And I was like, oh, I'd love to write music. And I would love to front a band and, you know, made a Facebook post and kind of found our people that way and then throughout the past four years we've we have some of those very the same members that we started with um but as we progressed we found you know some new members and especially hunter who is the one that is here with me today and we're so thankful for that but yeah four years i don't know what was the question? That, no, that was that. <laughs> that was the question. That no, was the question. Four years is. I think band years are like dog years. Mm -hmm. it, it's a bit. It's a bit like that. It's yeah. you. You made it thirty years. You know, I'll give or take. Doing doing a band. It's not easy. It's not an easy gig when you're trying trying to. It's it's a lot of herding cats, a lot of booking gigs, a lot of playing gigs where tornado warnings shut things down. I mean, there's just you just grind it out. You just keep going. So more power to you for for doing it. And you guys are 
you had a cool sound. It's unique. Thank you. And you have a beautiful voice, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, which I know is the first thing everybody says to you after a show, right? Like, <laughs> it's not. It's usually I love your hair. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, the, <laughs> then the voice after that? Yeah, that comes second. All right. Well, to be fair, when, when you guys came in, I gave Hunter a hug, and I said, I like the way your hair smells. So it's similar. Yeah. We, exactly. Hair gang. We got it locked down. Hair, do, hair gang. Do, you guys, yeah, you guys got it unlocked. <laughs> Man, I'm always covered up in a hat because I'm losing my Mine is turning gray. It's not going well. I'll I'll give you some of mine on the way out tonight. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I was I was just in uh, just in San Francisco for for a boring work trip, and I was with a guy who has long hair, and him and the girl were like having these conversations about having long hair. I got so much knowledge about <laughs> hair just sitting there and listening to you long haired folk talk about your trouble your troubles and struggles and tribulations like. It's a different Man, world. It is, yeah. yeah. Props to you guys. You're in a band for four years and you have long hair. That's a lot. Yeah. I don't think ba- there's one or the other that's better. No. They're both they're both equal accomplishments. Yeah, we're very yeah. lucky. Very lucky. People. I would I, I would agree. Well, where is where where is the musical origin of, of Drewzy Rose? Like what who, who are you guys influenced by? Because I can't put my finger on it when I listen to it, and I mean that in a good way. Like if you saw the face I just made, you'd know that we are not sure either. <laughs> I think our band is really interesting because all of us have such different influences. Um, I don't. I think if you asked, I, I know if you asked all of us who our influences is influences are, none of us would have the same answer. Like even mm-hmm. close. Mm-hmm. Like for me personally, it's like Bruce Springsteen, Tyler Childers, Say Anything, Joyce Manor, Love like that. really all over the place. Hunter Hurd. Yeah, some but of yours? I mean, but then I grew up like listening to like Childish Gambino and like a bunch of like rap and like pop and then like even like when I was really young, like the Beatles and stuff like that. Yeah. So I really like pop a lot and like indie pop. And then like our bass player is like super into ska. Like, and bluegrass. And bluegrass. Loves, loves awesome. ska and bluegrass. And then like um, our guitar player, like folk and country mm-hmm. and bluegrass again. They yep, do meet yep, there. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Banjo. Uh, <laughs> and then our drummer, similarly, um, anything with 808s. Yeah. They'll, they'll eat really? up anything. But not EDM. Don't, but get, not it, don't EDM. get it twisted. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, everyone's so different. So it comes together in a very nice way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool to have that blending because ideas come from every direction. And it's not just like hitting the hammer on the same nail over and over again. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the last thing you need are, are um, I'm gonna I'm gonna shit on a band that probably doesn't need to be shit on anymore. Um, those Led Zeppelin ripoffs. Who, who, the hell are, who are those kids? Who who are they? What's their name again? Greta Van Fleet. Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the case of four people who like Led Zeppelin. Like that's yeah. what you, and, that's, and they do it well. But like, yeah, you know, can I tell the difference. No, absolutely. No, same same deal. But really, what what I'm kind of what I'm kind of hearing from you guys, the overlap amongst all of those artists is the like song craft there mm-hmm. when it comes to Childish Gambino he's he's a song craftsman Bruce Springsteen Tyler Childers anything with 808s I just think of Kanye yeah, um, yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> totally. like, I think we all like Kanye it, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true and, and Kanye is yeah Kanye is a great song craft song craftsman so what what's kind of the process for creating a Drew Zero song with all those influences does this Hunter come in and go hey I got this Childish Gambino rip off and then <laughs> and, yeah that's you nailed it yeah exactly <laughs> every single song we've ever done yeah, is that's, that. that's, how it that's it that's it um, our, our song crafting it's kind of changed throughout the years and it's but I think for the most part when we do things I will write the lyrics kind of have an idea that I come up with at home because I'm a piano player um, and so I'll come up with the idea kind of at home 
and I'll bring it to the band with very loose, like this is uh, this is kind of what I what I think, and I will play what I have for them. And it's so amazing hearing the rest of my bandmates like pick up on my vision and just make it full and make it a thing and make it, it the songs that we play like and it's it's amazing yeah it's really cool for me to like oh, okay I have these lyrics I have this vibe and they're like yeah I, I hear this and I can do this and they just yeah create something amazing um, sometimes we come as the full band and we will sit in our rehearsal space and like start from scratch that's harder for me personally because I need a little more time to like think but the rest of them are so good at just on the spot like creation and it's it's I'm in a very good position with that <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I think a great example of that is what me and Megan were talking in the car um, we have this song that's on our new record that we're working on right now that Megan wrote it to be way more like 2000s indie almost I'd say with like seven chords and like really poppy and like pretty and then um, by the time we finish writing it, um, it's full power chords mm-hmm. and distorted guitar, and it's like it's like a, it's like our most rocking song. Yeah. And it did not start that way with, with Megan in her bedroom. So mm-hmm. it's cool to like she starts with something that is a, a wonderful idea in itself, and then once it's brought to the group, we all kind of put our mark on it on it to yeah. make it something bigger than than one of us. It's all five of us. Yeah, it goes through the Drewsy Rose filter. And yeah, it comes out <laughs> as a Drewsy Rose song. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I I love that. So, do you ever have a song where you write it in your bedroom and you're like, I think it's it's got to be kind of like this, and you're like, this is the vibe I feel, and then you bring it to the band and they completely go a different direction with it, like completely off the rails, and you let it happen, and you're like. That's that was good. That was better than my vision. Does that happen, or are you are you uh you know, are you dictatorship, not a democracy? <laughs> Definitely, I don't want to say I'm a dictatorship. <laughs> I wouldn't go that that way. The song that Hunter was just talking about, that's the one that's the most like acute. Um, example of that where the only things I had I had this line it was I hope Springsteen always makes you think of me and then in my head the drum go and that's the best way that I can explain what the drums would sound like and that's all I had and we built off of that and kind of I mean I had the chords and the lyrics but that was as far as what the rest of the band was going to play that's all I had and that's the one that like really went in this interesting like rock and roll direction that I fell in love with um a lot of the other songs that I write at home and then bring to the band, though, like, I think we all know each other so well that when I have this idea, we've all been working together for so long, they know exactly what I'm putting down. Yeah. And they know how to create what I would like to but couldn't because I can't play any of those instruments. You play piano. <laughs> well, I know, but not like you do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I can't even think of an example besides that one where I I had this idea and brought it and it was just something totally unexpected. It's like expected in the best way, if that yeah. makes sense. No, like, I I know what you mean. Like you get you that's the beauty of being in a band, right? Mm-hmm. Is you start to know each other on like a subconscious yeah. level and you can be like, I can kind of hear what Hunter's going to do with this. Like I can kind of hear what Ghosty's going to do. I mean, you already heard it. You know, like you did it so much better than me. I'm calling you next time when you help with drums. Man, no, don't do that. I had, so one time I was recording in the studio. Hunter was there. And they're like, all right, Grant, do a quick count in, right? One, two, three, four. And I did that. And then, like, the song came in, and it was like, one, two, three, four. And Hunt, Hunter's just like, dude, don't even try. Like, don't even. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. You shouldn't even count. So that's my relationship with drummers. 
That's so funny. Yeah. It became it became at that point just like a tag. It wasn't yeah. even a count in. It was just like, yeah, there's like four numbers at the end of the yeah, song. Exactly. And like, it's just that's what it is. That's how it goes. That's so funny. Oh man. Yeah, that's why I can't ever do it live. So well, I here's something I always like to nerd nerd out with people about. Like the process of like your lyric writing. And not in the sense of like what comes first, the words or the music, not that whole thing. But like where do you where do you get your ideas for your lyrics from? Is it you're walking through the world and you have like a notebook or notes in your phone and you're like that line and then you put it down, you go home and figure it out, or do you sit down in front of a blank piece of paper with your you know, with your piano? How do how do you do it? The best songs I've written, definitely the first thing that you said. Um, the most recent example of that, I was, um, I, oh, we have a song called Booze in the Fridge that's going on the album that we're in the studio working on right now. And I opened up the refrigerator one day and I've, you know, been not drinking as much as I did in the past, like a lot less than I did in the past. And I opened up the refrigerator and there was, you know, some beers in there or something. And I looked at it and I'm like, wow, I don't even feel like the need to just drink this because I see it and because it's there. And this, you know, this lyric popped in my head. It was, and now for once there's booze in the fridge, I'm not drinking. Nice. And that's kind of where, like, that's generally how it goes for me with songs. I have these little slice of life moments that, like a, you know, something clicks in my brain and a lyric comes out of it and I will write that down and then later in the night or later in the week or whenever I will sit down at the piano with that lyric in my head and write out from there. When I try to just sit down with a blank sheet of paper, those are the ones that usually don't see the light of day. <laughs> but that's, yeah, it's a lot, of, a lot of our music is slice of life. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's, that sounds like a cheesy way to say it, but... Um, I like storytelling and I like talking about my life. It's very therapeutic for me. Um, so yeah, just little things pop in and the rest kind of gets built out from there. So I I love it. Yeah. I think that's the best way to do it and it's the most natural and mm-hmm. honest, right? I think so too. Um, because you can you can sit down with a blank piece of paper and, and work your ass off on it all day and you, at the end of it, you might have a shitty song. I mean, it's right. part of it. <laughs> you it might happen. Yeah, it's, it's happened to all of us, so right? Many <laughs> so many that just end up in the trash. And yeah. you're, you're like... I, I don't know about you, but I feel more attached to those songs after I put in so many hours of creating this oh, shitty piece of art where I'm like, I put in eight hours to make this piece of trash. It needs to be good. Like it needs to be something. You know, I think the, the, the trick of being a good artist is learn how to edit that stuff yeah, and make sure to, it doesn't get out. Let that stuff go. Our, our bandmate ghosty is really kind of nailed that one into my head. Like just because you spent so much time working on this doesn't mean it's good. Yeah. doesn't mean it's something you should use. The songs that you write in 10 minutes sometimes come out way better and way more personal and emotional or just smarter, whatever, than the songs you like, oh, this is like writing a college essay. Like, I got to have my paragraphs mm. and my thesis and all of this. And those ones are the ones where you just, you got to let them go sometimes. Yeah, Don't go- force them. Ghosty is definitely someone that I think of when it comes to that because I will see them make a beat and spend, you know, three hours on this beat <laughs> and then like, trash it not even save it like just like close out Ableton and that's that and and that's like seeing that like where they just want to um, understand the craft so much more and want to work so much harder just like nailing it in further and that's so cool to see because yeah I mean I've definitely been there where I've worked so hard on something I'd never want to let it go but Mm -hmm. deep down it's like no this is not going anywhere and it's 
Yeah, it's a hard truth to accept, and that's a huge part of being a musician. Yeah, yeah. learning that that's just practice yeah. for the next thing that's yes. going to be the good thing exactly. <laughs> is really important. And you, and the crazy thing is you might end up with two seconds of that down the line. Mm-hmm. Like, right. when you steal from right. it from that beat, you're like, hey, there, or just pops out randomly. There was a like, snare that I used. There though. was yeah. a cool yeah. snare hit. There was something from it. There was two words put together for the lyric that, like, works exactly. as a line. And, you know, you, that eight hours pays off in its own way right. later. It's just the dividends of that 10,000 hours cliche, right? Exactly. That's how you end up with that stuff. That's huge. Hard lesson it's, to learn, but oh, one yeah. of the most important lessons I have learned. Yeah, well, <laughs> the fact that you've learned it puts you light years ahead of, you know, most right. everybody else, yeah, right? Yeah, you talk to people who want to start making music, and they're like, you know, it's like, I want to be good. I just want to start it. And it's like, you don't understand. You have to be bad at this for, for so long so before it's anywhere. <laughs> you, you have to suck. Yeah. You, <laughs> you have to embrace the suck. Yeah. Like... Oh man, I mean, you guys remember the first songs you ever wrote? Do you like? Oh, oh, oh <laughs> no, like no. blushing, thinking oh, about yeah. That. Mine, m- one of mine was "You Could Be My Mona Lisa." I'll paint a smile on your face, and I Stop thought it was the. It. Oh god, oh. I thought it was like the most. Like, I'm a poet. I, yes, exactly. Sixteen-year-old me sitting there writing that, like I'm brilliant. This I'm isn't brilliant. visual art, but it's going in the loop. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean those, but you have to write oh them. You yes. gotta get through. You've gotta get through the shit. I mean, I like to think of it as like the ratio of good to bad, right? And I think the more you write the bad songs, the better your ratio gets. So right. it might start out as like a hundred to one or whatever it is, and you whittle that down until it's like ten to one or five to one. That's when you're really winning, mm-hmm. right? You, you're like, here are a few bad ones, and then this nugget is great because I spent so much time doing the other crap yeah, the past 10 years like yeah yeah absolutely yeah exactly well i've been i've been talking to your guys's ear off for a while about songwriting and music and if people don't even they, they don't even know if they haven't heard you guys yet they don't even know what you sound like so i mean would it maybe be a good time for you guys to play a song or so I sure. Mean, you guys, I sure think so yeah yeah, yeah. that sounds like a plan i'll let all you right. get all set up and situated over there and uh for anybody out there listening, you're listening to Happy Productions Live. We're live in the studio with Druzy Rose, who have a new album coming out. Do you guys have? And actually, you guys are you guys are setting up, so you don't have to worry about talking into the microphone. Do you guys have an estimated date on that album yet? Uh, no. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> well, it'll be you know. Early winter, I think, because we've got all the almost all the instruments done, and then it's just a matter of getting vocals done and you know everything else production wise. I love it. So it won't be too long, but we're we our last album we had like a very set date on when it needed to come out, and I think that that crunch time was not the best thing in the long run. So we're just being a little more loose with this one. Sorry about the technical difficulties there, everybody. We had a bit of a snafu on the board, but we are we are back with Druzy Rose. Going to play us some beautiful music. Sorry I cut you off because I, I created a bomb over here on the board. Um, all right. What song are you guys going to play? Um, we're going to do Buy Myself Flowers, which is going to be probably the very last song on the album that we're working on right now. Um, it's usually our kind of last song that we play in our sets and it's absolutely one of my favorites so i'm excited about this one i love it here we go jersey rose buy me flowers
pretty I look after I cry I just wanna live a life that's powerful aside Fingertips so cruel, it stings I wanna be so much better Without you right next to me And goddamn how pretty I look after I cry I just wanna live a life that's packed full of sighs That's a beautiful song. Oh, thank you so much. Damn. I want to live a life that's packed full of size. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys, you guys are a good fall band. Mm, like cool. autumn, you know? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. I, I dig that vibe. I'm, I'm a big fan of all things fall. I mean, pumpkin spice lattes all day, but... <laughs> But I mean, like fall music, there's something about it, right? The changing of the season, <sighs> the transformative energy with all of it. I'm yes. Very much so feeling that, that, especially with this album that we're working on right now. I love it. Which you were saying before I blew up the board, <laughs> you're going to plan on releasing an early winter, right? Or winter-ish? Yeah. Something I, like that? Early winter-ish, yeah. somewhere around there. We're Like I said, we're um, you know done with most of the instruments and we just have to do vocals, which I don't know, kind of is the part that takes the longest hunter's yeah. a producer so and keyboard actually we haven't done any keys yeah but like oh. you know your shit <laughs> <laughs> you're, gonna be, you're one and done yeah. one take jake over right <laughs> yeah <laughs> vocals and on. mixing and um yeah we're hopefully gonna december seems like our our like goal but that'll probably mean february but yeah uh, we'll see no, <laughs> no, it won't be february, okay. won't be february. Yeah. No. but yeah no. so it's soon yeah it's sooner than later i i love it well where where can people catch you uh playing shows around town while we're or where should they look to find out where you're playing 
We usually have such a good answer to this because we usually have like a show a week. But of course, the last show we were going to play was like last, literally last Monday. And then we're taking a big break to just get in the studio and finish this. So it's not February when it gets done. It'll be sooner. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So at the moment, I don't, we don't have anything booked, but... We probably will, because yeah. you know things come up. We'll definitely have a release show. Definitely have a release sure. show. Um, but we do all of our posting about shows and things on mostly our Instagram. But I try to be good at using the Facebook also. Yeah, that's um, for boomers. Though. You got to get yeah. the boomer crowd. <laughs> yeah. though. You got it. I don't know. <laughs> There's. A- <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, me over here trying to figure out how to like post an Instagram story with oh, a like, link in it today in the it's, car. Like, Hunter, how do I post a link? Like, I shouldn't talk any, it's the anything worst. about the boomer. Oh, so I, Instagram's the most frustrating app. I'm with you. Why can't I put a link in the comments that people can click on? Why yeah. not? Seriously, yeah. why, seriously. You know, that's a dumb feature. Zuckerberg needs to fix that. Oh my yeah. goodness. But our, our Instagram is Druzy underscore Rose. D R U Z Y. It's not Jersey. It's not Jersey Roads. Jersey Roads. Jersey Roads. <laughs> We've had so many people be like, "This is the next band, Jersey Roads." I'm like, "Oh God, we're not even close." <laughs> <laughs> uh, as far as like un uh, like mis- mispronounced band names, that's kind of a cool one, right? I yeah, we so, said that. Yeah, yeah like it, <laughs> Jersey Roads. I mean, like if we were like Folky, if we were Bluegrass, we were yeah, Jersey Roads. So oh my gosh, that's we'd a kill. great name. Yeah, tell it to the Trucker Fest. See if. I, uh, I'll yeah. see if we can sling it. See if yeah. we can get someone to take Jersey Roads, and we'll send you send the invoice to <laughs> yeah. them from Jersey Roads. Ninety percent royalties. Ninety percent royalties for the name. Yes. Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> I like that. I like that plan. I like that plan. Yeah, we'll, we'll make some money. We'll we'll get some we'll get some money in the coffers yeah, for Jersey Roads that's here. What's all about right? Yeah. Kids. Uh, but <laughs> but Druzy D R U Z Y underscore Rose. Follow them on Instagram because they're going to have a lot of cool things going on soon with the new record that they're working on. I mean, they're hunkering down. They're getting a cabin in the woods. They're going out and they are doing that. I'm making up the cabin in the woods. Guys. We almost did that. <laughs> did you? Yeah, we were. Yeah, that's so funny. I thought I told you that a while oh, ago. You were remembering it. No. no, yeah. Our last album that's out, um, it's called Songs About Violence. I have a cabin up in Wisconsin and we, we, we like wrote and recorded so much of the album. At oh. the, I mean, it is cabin in the woods. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've seen the dog man out there. It's a scary place, but perfect to like hunker down and work on yeah. work on things but we wanted to have a little more polished sound for not that the other one isn't but um there's just a lot more like elements to the one that we're working on right now so we probably couldn't record drums in my log cabin fair <laughs> so <laughs> but, to bring it a little closer to home when i listen to the songs about violence though i do kind of not quality wise totally feel wise i like hearing cabin in the woods mm-hmm. is encapsulates it very well like yeah. even the very intro song it's like i feel like with the guitar oh, that nick plays like I, I, yeah, yeah i feel like i'm it's this weirdly like nostalgic and like you know foresty vibe it's yeah it feels fitting, like autumn yeah. yeah it feels like fall it, it does it's uh, it's got a cabin vibe yeah. to it i would i would have to agree <laughs> yeah you get i i'm a big fan of cabin in the woods records oh my gosh. i'm also a sucker for like those stories even if they're made up half yeah. the time like the band went to the the big the house the big pink and lived there for six months nobody left the premises and they created this wonderful art you know or whatever like uh yeah big pink um 
Is that Bob Dylan and the the and, one, the traveling Wilburys? No, so that's the that's the band. That's they're, the band. They're, they're called the yeah the band right. from the sixties. Yeah. No, not stupid at all. Um, <laughs> I wasn't even gonna pretend to know. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the sixties, and Bob Dylan had a motorcycle accident, and, like went and hung out with them, and then they recorded all these like demos that became mm. basement tapes later. And I don't know, I'm just a sucker for nostalgic stories and like yeah. romantic, like make the music romantic. I watched somewhere. the Last Waltz when I was growing up. Yeah, the whole dude. Movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Neil yeah. Young and his coke booger yeah the coke yeah <laughs> what? It, it, you were the one that told me that i went back and i saw it yeah, yeah in the last waltz movie if you if you look at <laughs> neil young's nose there's absolute coke booger just hanging out of it on, on screen oh my it's goodness. crazy that's a vibe i love that oh uh, yeah we've come full circle talking about drugs and music drugs festivals. and festivals yeah. drugs and festivals that's yeah. what it's that's huh. what it's all about um <laughs> <laughs> new band name. New band. That's a good band name too. Drugs and festivals. I feel like that's been done before. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely has. <laughs> oh, there's a band called The War on Drugs. You can't really get. Oh, yeah. You can't really do the drug thing anymore with your band name or like. Mm. You know, I mean, marijuana is so mainstream. You can't even use like pot leaves on your stuff. It's just kind of like, it's okay, just, dude, yeah, it's been it's done. Just corny. At like, yeah, point. at this point. Whereas in the '90s, when Dr. Dre released the Chronic, it was like badass. Yeah, you know, it's kind of yeah. funny. It's kind of wild what yeah. happens in 30 years. Uh, we got to take one second and thank some sponsors here, guys, real quick. We'll be right back in I don't know two minutes or so with Druzy Rose on Glad You're Here and Happy Productions Live. Anoka Ramsey Community College invites you to the first ever Better Together Community Wellness event on Saturday, September 17th from 2 to 5 p.m. This fun, family-friendly event includes food trucks, live music featuring Javier Trejo, arts and crafts, and tons of interactive events and resources for folks of all ages. Join us on the ARCC campus September 17th for the Better Together Community Wellness Event, brought to you by Alina Health, Cambridge Isani Schools, Isani County, and Anoka Ramsey Community College. Learn more at anokaramsey.edu. I'm Steve Schwartzbar, your local Edward Jones advisor. Your work retirement plan is probably one of your most important assets. If your current plan is changing, or if you're changing jobs, know that you have options when it comes to your old work plan. Give me a call, and we can discuss the option that fits best towards your retirement goals. I'm Steve Schwartzbar, your local Edward Jones advisor. Call me at 763-552-1100. Steve Schwartzbar, 763-552-1100. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Dave Noreen here from The Rock Garage reminding everybody to tune in Thursday nights from 6 to 10 p.m. for our very own lovable, huggable, and, well, almost kissable Wayne Randall in Classic Country. Yeah, it's Classic Country and it's Wayne Randall. It's a win-win deal all the way around, folks. Welcome back to Glad You're Here and Happy Productions Live. I am here with half of Druzy Rose because the other half got injured off the air. Well, more um, like uh, fifth. Fifth, yeah. That's that's a good point. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm cutting out Ghosty and Keith is the other guitar player. Nick and Nick Joby. And Joby. Keith, Nick, close. Yeah. Yeah, Keith, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's close. He says pretty, pretty much the same. Doesn't matter. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. So, sorry, Nick. So I'm, I'm here with Hunter and... 
Megan. Megan, thank you. <laughs> I was gonna say Hannah. I don't. Yeah. I'm sorry, Megan. You were just with our friend Hannah today. Yeah. Yeah. So you knew. So yeah, yeah it was. Telepathic. It's there's nothing worse than forgetting somebody's name a half hour after talking to them <laughs> and then being like, uh, "You, hey you." Yeah. Oh, you, you ever? Uh, when I was, I'm DJing a wedding sometimes, yeah. and I'll be like, "Welcome the bride and groom, Mr. Mrs. Uh, <laughs> oh. Like having that split second of like, do I know their name? Yeah. Like that is terrible. Do you guess or do you just go? Blank? I will just. I've learned to like before I go on the microphone, I go and look at the names and like say them twenty times in my just like, you know, like Carolina Tate, Carolina Tate, Carolina Tate. And yeah. So when I get up there, Shout I know Carolina it's Tate. those two. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a real couple a month ago. They were they were amazing. They were a blast. Congrats. Shout out Caroline and Tate. Shout out <laughs> Caroline and Tate. We should let's do a quick plug for that because you do that also for a yeah. living on the side. That's true. Yeah. 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 Hunter is a wedding DJ for yeah. anybody out there who has a wedding that they're planning that needs some musical services. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. could they find? Find you. Uh, Harmony DJ Entertainment. Harmony like music. H A R M O N Y. Uh, DJing boutique. Um, amazing crew. Um, even if I'm not DJing your wedding, if you get Harmony, you're guaranteed to have an amazing person at your wedding. I love it. Yeah. And we were we were talking off air about like weddings too because. I, I mean, wedding DJ is a tough gig. You're like the off. You're you're almost like the like I like a football reference here, but you're like the offensive lineman of the wedding, oh, right? That's so funny. Like no one will recognize you unless you screw it up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like you're just you're gonna go play Sweet Caroline. You're gonna do the do the hits right. Make sure you get through them. But it's not that easy. Like mm. I can name five songs off the top of my head, but they, you got to keep that going for four or five hours, yeah, right? Yeah, and sometimes you know the wedding's only hundred people, but they have a dance going from seven to twelve. So I need to keep hundred people on the dance floor for five hours. You know, don't tire them out, yeah. but keep them on the floor at the same time and battling that. And you know, sometimes the couple will tell you, "Oh, we like this music," but then only half the crowd likes that music, and then you have to kind of read the room and yeah. game from there. And yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a very tricky gig. That's that's something that like being a musician would definitely make you better at mm-hmm. I feel like you know having played in a band where you have to read rooms like on the fly right and then to go and do it with other people's music that's it's interesting I never really thought about it yeah. this before yeah it's so funny how similar the skills are to playing but how distant they feel at the same time yeah. when you're doing it uh because when I mean when we're playing in a band like we have a set list and we're ready to go and like we can definitely like oh maybe we'll let's quiet down or like let's take a second to say something mm-hmm. um but when you're DJing unless you get a playlist which um I don't like to DJ the playlist because I like to read the rooms like yep. you are going in blind there's only so much preparation you can do before it just comes to the dance and you're just like alright I'm gonna play this song and I'm gonna mix it into this and we're gonna we're gonna party and it's just love it. all instinct yeah do you have a go to like fallback like you're like you yeah. can't get anyone on the dance floor what's the song there's plenty of songs that are like the song um it seems like with the current generation of people getting married like ages 20 to 30 um party in the usa is just a classic like (laughs) it doesn't matter who you are you play party in the usa and people flood the floor um and then from there it's like okay um (laughs) i guess we'll do fergalicious and like kind of reading like okay these all like the 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 single moms are here so like we're gonna do this and like okay it seems like the bros are hanging out so like i guess you know we'll play this song and it's really uh but yeah there's kind of fallbacks in every different category um end of the night i love pulling out mr brightside Mm. nice i will always scream the lyrics with the crowd and kind of join them with that so much fun oh and then to to bring it back to druzy rose what is your (laughs) no 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 this this is all on me i brought you there but what would be if you could cover one like wedding banger for Druzy Rose that you could play at a show, what would it be? Wow. Wow, wow. Uh, <laughs> well, we were just talking about, um, I, I do want to cover um, 
Man, I feel like a woman. Oh yeah, um, oh, yeah. and that is oh, that is yeah. a wedding banger. People go crazy for that song. sure. I'm not a wedding DJ, but my most recent like obsession has been starting an ABBA cover band. Yeah. So yeah. shoot me a message if you're interested. <laughs> I'm trying to do that this winter. I love that. <laughs> you're in, I, aren't you? I'm in for yeah, sure. I you would be. I yeah. I I cannot <laughs> sing those high notes, but I'll find a home. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. do something. Neither can I. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be a great team. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. We'll get there together. Yeah, we'll, we'll put me on drums. <laughs> we'll do all the songs in the wrong tempo. You'll count it. Yeah, yeah you'll count it off. We'll yeah. play it that tempo. It'll, yep. be it'll be good. It'll be, it'll be like lip syncing, but air drumming, like oh, in the back. Perfect. That'll be my oh, thing. Perfect. I think that's what the Dude. Twin Cities needs. Yeah, not, it's a I, bad yeah. ABBA cover band. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, another answer. I'm sorry. Timber by Kesha. Oh, I love banger. that. I love the heck out of that song. I do too. That is a perfect song, in my opinion. So, <laughs> you give me a look, Megan. Yeah, you're Timber. fired. <laughs> <laughs> Timber is amazing, Great and song. I will die on a Kesha hill. She is. I love Kesha. Um, oh gosh, every yeah. every TikTok, <laughs> we are who we are. Oh, yeah, she's amazing. I saw Kesha in concert once. I got kicked out. What? Why? Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> NDA. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I don't know. My friend and I were just. It was like at. Oh, where it was at? It's on the U of M campus at the TCF Bank Stadium, and we just we wouldn't stay in our seats. We were running up and down like the stairs, yeah. like it's Kesha. T- t- pole yeah, dancing yeah. on the whatever those railings are, and the security guards like, you got it, you got to go. Oh man, gotta there's. Go. <laughs> There is nothing better than getting kicked out of a Kesha concert. Honestly, right? like I feel, I wouldn't have said it if I wasn't like kind of proud of it. You, yeah, yeah, you should be because that fun. is a that is a badge of honor Time right of there. Our lives. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Kesha. Kesha's shout legit. Kesha. We're gonna oh. we're gonna play Kesha tonight at some point. <laughs> I just have decided. to now. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I think <laughs> we just have to. So also on that note, like another one that I will die on the hill of liking that I shouldn't. Macklemore. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Real embarrassing. Oof. Worse than Kesha. Worse Oof. than Kesha. Brands. But it's not all Macklemore. It's like the two hits. That yeah. thrift shop song. That's a banger. What, it's a what, fun song. What? what, yeah. what? <laughs> it's a fun da, 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 song. Da, da, da. Yeah, ah. Hunter, we know you know that song too well. <laughs> I will see, yeah, that that album, uh, The Heist, when I was in seventh grade, I did I did listen to that album front to back. There you go. Yeah. Oh, there's that. So it's yeah, seventh grade, yeah. that's fair. Like yeah. I was I was in college pretending it was cool. <laughs> It's not as acceptable. Um, all right, Dr- Dr- Sorry. <laughs> My dad loves that. Loves thrift shop. Nice. That was his favorite song when I was however old I was when that came out. See, your dad has good it. taste. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What's up? Ray- <laughs> Raised a daughter who likes Springsteen and Childers. No, no, it's all no, about it's all the Macklemore. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. All right, so Druzy Rose has been around for like four years. You guys have released one record, right? Are you call it an EP or an LP? Two. two? We released two. Two? I'm so third. sorry. No, no, no. You're oh. all good. The first one, I guess they, I don't know. It was this, the first one was definitely an EP. Yeah. It was called the Kitty, is called the Kitty Pool EP. The second one, I I honestly was trying to figure out this, figure this out the other day. I, <laughs> I am exposing myself here. I don't know what makes an LP an LP and an EP an EP. Nobody does. Nobody does? Okay. That it's makes just whatever better. you call it. <laughs> Technically, it is the amount of time. So I think once it passes, um, 
I think 48 minutes or something along the lines, it oh. becomes an oh, okay. LP. That's the cutoff. And if it's before, if it's smaller than that, it's just an EP. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I think so. That could be totally wrong. I'm not going to lie. That sounds right. But I think it's the amount of time that the record actually yeah. is yeah. for. Because when you think about vinyl, it's like how long was the, like how many records yeah, was it you able to? get on there. So limited play was only like just one, like, I think one record. Yeah. So it's just like front and back versus, versus an EP, an extended play. Can or switch that around yeah. i don't know i'm sorry I mean, I'm, I'm nerdy <laughs> stuff that i don't even i don't even really know the answer to i i don't either but i'm gonna go with your answer now from here on out for the rest <laughs> no, of my I'm life i'm convinced i'm never looking it up again <laughs> yeah no no need to uh, yeah we have um two two records eps lps whatever you want to call them one's kitty pool and songs about violence and then a couple singles like uh bummer and um parkway bummer is on kitty pool so i don't know if that does that still count as single but parkway is definitely a single and i completely forgot about that song but it's very good so yeah if you're listening check it out check it out so and also what one thing that i gotta say that uh these two won't say because they're too friendly it's nice to stream their stuff that's good it's good to go to spotify and apple music it's it's a good thing to do also they pay them point zero 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 five cents every time you do it so the best way to support a local band is to go to the show and buy the merch and i'm wearing a really cool t-shirt that they brought me actually so drizzy rose i can vouch for has awesome merch awesome music so you can go buy the cds buy the records buy the shirts go to the show actually support the band and then once you do that then listen to it on spotify that's my I that's my rule i love thing. that you know like so so anyone out there you want to you want to check it out go give it a listen on spotify and then go to the show that's my little spiel i gotta get off my high horse now you can stay on that high horse all night (laughs) i'll get get off my soapbox did you guys see the thing with daniel ack the ceo of spotify who was like well if artists want to make more money they should just make more music or what however he phrased that he also what invested 50 million dollars into um military weapons research something really so the money he made from artists on streaming service directly went to the um, military industrial complex that makes me feel so good about being a musician oh, yeah God. yeah. Man, I really soured the mood by bringing this guy <laughs> into, the, into the reality I apologize no uh, well okay so you guys, you guys have two <laughs> two records out a third one on the way and what's kind of I don't know how to phrase this um, what what do you guys I'm just going to phrase it dumbly. What do you want? What are your goals, right? Like every musician has different levels of goals. There's there's some people want to play Madison Square Garden. Some people are happy playing the Turf Club. Where do you guys kind of fall on that spectrum? I feel like everybody in the band maybe has like kind of different answers. But for me, and this is like a really wooey-wooey answer, but... <laughs> For me, with the music that I write, what I want is to write music that connects to people and makes them feel less alone, like they're a part of something. Like, all of the things that they've gone through are worth it. And the shit gets better. <laughs> I love that. And that, like I said, like very, it's not like a, you know, a solid thing, but when I started, first started writing music and people started hearing my music and that, that was the thing that like really drove me and that was the thing that felt really good. And it, the song, a lot of the songs that I write, or not all the songs, but a lot of the songs that I write have been so healing for me and I would love to have a, someone who needs that kind of healing in their life hear those songs and just feel feel less alone that's i mean that's I love that. that's it for me really i just i want to connect with people on that very personal level and um yeah just create something bigger than myself that's that everything way. isn't it wow. i mean yeah yeah, yeah. 
that's what does yeah. it for me. I love that. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> mine's pretty similar. Um, I used to want to, when I was when I was a wee lad, um, I wanted to be either like a politician or like a lawyer or something. I'd vote for you. I can <laughs> see that. Yeah. I was really into the ACLU. I went to one of their summer camps and I wanted to like activism and like promote change and like try to do something um, because I just, there are so many people that are in pain in this world. And and then as I got older and I got a little more um, understanding of how crazy messed up the system is, I was like, well, you know, there's even, sh- there's a shortcut to changing people's lives. There's a shortcut to touching people and yeah. on that personal level, which is very similar to what you were saying, Megan. Yeah. And so that's what, like, I already liked music, but that's what made me realize why I love music yeah. in that way. Um, absolutely. And, and I want to go on tour, even if it's small. I just oh, want to, yeah. yeah. it was a shitty van with, in five states in the Midwest with my best friends. That's what I want to do. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really hoping we get to do that on this record because oh, that just will. sounds, yeah, yeah, sounds amazing. I can't uh, wait for you to tour with us. We've been on tours in the past before Hunter was with us, but Hunter and I, we've, what, like, I forgot to look on the way here, but have been, have known each other for like a year and just have become such good friends. And I'm so excited for the tour and everything we're going to do. And yeah, to go back to your question, like, I, I love the shows and I love the performing and I really do like it's my favorite thing in the world but kind of what you were saying Hunter that you know wanting to create this like large large scale change is so difficult but realizing that it can start in your community and you know expanding from there is just so awesome realizing like when you realize that you have like the opportunity to do that yeah it's Mm -hmm. really inspiring it's very cool it's it's huge music is is more powerful than I think we even understand sometimes right like it's that yeah i've been that kid at the show that you guys are singing to you know what i mean like like you're you're there and you're like god damn i needed this you know Mm -hmm. and then you you walk away and you feel fulfilled for like the first time in forever so yeah man that is a that is a good mission you're on i (laughs) i no i'm i'm in it from the bottom of my heart like i i i I want that for you i can't yes i i love (laughs) I love the sincerity of it. You know, I love, I love why you do what you do. There's, there are people that do it for different reasons and it is what it is. Everyone does things for what some people start viewing it as a day job, you know, at a certain point, but to, to never lose sight of that whole reaching out to the people who are alone and leaving something bigger than you behind. I think that's, I think that's really cool. Yeah. No. I, um, I went to all J concert uh, at the armory a couple months ago and, uh, I just started bawling when they were playing. I was just crying. Oh, yeah. And it was just like one of those moments where exactly it's like not leaving behind and realizing, yeah, this is why I love music so much. Like yeah. just these, hearing this stuff live, like, Man, oh my gosh. Nothing better than the live experience no. either. I mean, that's one of the best parts of this gig. I get like private concerts every week. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, so, I mean, that's so cool. It's, it's incredible. Um, and, and then I get to talk to the artists after, which I, I think is one of my favorite parts of shows too. Like when people, the banter between songs, mm. you know, when people kind of tell you the story and you get to hear all that it's Absolutely. it's super fun um you had both full catholic and beneath green on here i have and yes. they're both amazing they're in fact incredible. you got a private show with those those two bands <laughs> that's oh. so cool yeah i know i was almost crying when full catholic was <sighs> here i i had to be like so how the radio works is like every half hour you have to thank sponsors okay i don't remember when i had danny sing a full catholic song but it was like 10 to 15 minutes in and i was like we're gonna thank sponsors and then come back <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so beautiful uh yeah it was it was absolutely incredible and no I just I, I I love that I love that answer I love that you guys are doing that and it's so it's so pure and good hearted and I don't have the proper vocabulary to express how much I love it but 
Anyway, we've got about 10 minutes till the top of the hour again. Do you guys want to share some of that love with the world? Do you want to play another song for anybody out there who might be listening? Yeah. yeah? I would absolutely love to. All right. Let's do it. So the other song that we're going to do, it's called Long Games Teeth Parade. Um, and it's just a super fun song. We actually, I this is one, of, like we were talking about earlier, an idea that popped in my head while we were on the road to Winona a, a couple of years ago. Um, and I started writing this one. And um, this one's going to go on the record that we're working on right now. So I'm, I'm super excited about this one, too. I love it. Can you give me a couple notes before you start, Hunter? I'm sorry. <laughs> Just got to make sure I don't blow up the board again. Okay. Can you actually turn up on your piano so I can hear you a little better? Take it away, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Entirely 
for our song Ring that's on YouTube and then we actually the song we just played we did a Tiny Desk concert for that in oh. 2020 and we have that on YouTube also and I'm very proud of that one as well so definitely some, if you're more of a visual visual listener yeah <laughs> that's, a, that's a good spot to check us out too is YouTube yeah so did you guys so Tiny Desk concert did you like do the submission for them and everything we did yeah, yeah. and it was such a cool it was so fun it was such a cool experience and um, this was 2020 so I can't remember what it was but NPR recognized us as like you know their yeah. ten favorite performances from Minnesota, which I thought I didn't was just, know that. That's just awesome. A little, you didn't That's know that. That's really cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't know you didn't know that. But yeah, us. super cool. We were in like one of their articles, and that I don't know that was just really cool for wow. me because I loved, especially in 2020 where things were bleak. <laughs> 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 Having that was really awesome. Yeah, that's that, that dust dust off your shoulder a little bit mm -hmm. on that one. That's pretty cool. <laughs> who, if you were, do you remember who anyone, anyone else was on that list? Just curious. Oh my, I I do not. No, that's I fair. Absolutely don't. But I was. I remember being honored to be on the list. Oh yeah, because it was really awesome. Wasn't was Milo on that list? I I, I remember I they did know. a, a tiny desk that year too. Probably then, yes. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would pay to see you guys do a Tiny Desk concert live. Right. Yeah. Because when you guys when you guys bring the full band out, it's it's electric guitar, it's drums, it's bass, uh, piano, and then vocals. Right. Mm -hmm. Is that the yeah. is that the five piece or is yeah? There... And sometimes yeah. saxophone. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 We played Galactic. We had what what was it? It was three saxophones and a trombone. Oh my goodness. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that was very <laughs> fun. Did we plan for that? No. no. Did it happen? Absolutely. Hell it yeah. So we've got a lot of friends that play different instruments and bring them on when we can and that's a really cool way to do it that's, too. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I got one question that I ask every band that comes through here. So I don't know if you guys have heard of this question yet. It's it's not like a gotcha question or anything. Um, you got us. <laughs> I got us. No, so like, Megan, are you from Minnesota? Yes. You are, okay. Yes. So the question is, like, you, you all are so talented and so wonderful and on record number three, and... The what I what I'd love to know is like why you choose the the Minneapolis or Minnesota music scene to like put down your musical roots, right? Because mm. there's so many options. I mean, yeah, we're from here, but that doesn't mean you can't go to L.A. or New York City or Nashville or whatever. So I'm just, uh, you know, what what keeps you here? My answer is so simple. I'm almost like I'm like blushing saying it. What keeps me here is absolutely my band and the friendships that I have created with love these people, that. like. I can I literally cannot even imagine a scenario where I would go elsewhere and find people like I have in my in my band right now. Like these are not my bandmates; these are my best freaking friends. Yeah. And I, like, could I work with other people? Absolutely. Do I want to? No. So that's it's so simple for me. Like if every time I think about moving, I'm like, okay, well I can move, but they all got to come with me. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, they're coming with, and that's it. So that's I the guess only that's, way to go. Very, that's my answer. I don't know how you feel, Hunter. That's a great answer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just no, love y'all. <laughs> I, I think I think there's something really special about the Twin Cities and the music scene here because it's. Um, flourishing it's yeah. huge and i feel like we're almost seeing uh renaissance mm. in, in the agree. local scene yeah. yeah um so i feel very honored to have happened to have been born here at this time totally. to be able to see all these crazy talented people and be you know playing music with them and like it's just i think it's amazing and um i was there's this band that was doing pretty well here and they just moved to um I don't want to name the band or the state, but they moved to like this like flyover state that's kind of like they didn't go to like Chicago even yeah. or like Portland, not even like a like a slight step up like to like uh, like a Nebraska type state. 
And I was so confused because they, it's not like they moved for any reason other than to continue the band there. And I was like, I don't understand why you would leave somewhere like Minneapolis. Yeah. Like, it, there's such an amazing scene here. And um, anywhere else that isn't, even even a big city like LA, like, it still feels like there's, there's I don't know, I think it's the perfect pocket where we live yeah, in the Twin Cities. I like, you know, obviously my answer, I fully stand by it, but you're so right. Like, the community, the music community here is very cool. And, uh, I just I feel so lucky to be a part of it. Like the people that I've met through music in the Twin Cities are just some like so talented and so good. And it's funny when we like think about oh who do we want to play the show with us? There's so many amazing options. It's hard to even narrow it down. And I'm thankful that it's not just like oh yeah that one band we play every single show with. Right? There's so much and there's so many parts of the scene I'm not even tapped into yet that I look forward to exploring more and. Um, yeah, there's just there's endless talent yeah. in the Twin Cities, and I'm just thankful to be a blip in that. You know, it's awesome. And the downside of that is Friday rolls around, and then I look on my Instagram, and there's it's, 30 shows happening. How can yeah. I go to 30 shows in one night? Yeah, right? like, yeah. I'll try. Yeah, but it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's so cool, and the amount of of like random venues I keep see keep popping yeah. up. Like, yeah. I lived on the street from the White Squirrel. That just kind of like all of a sudden people love playing cool there. Spot. So cute, yeah. like amazing. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's it's also true. I mean, I I have a local radio show, and the amount of times that I'm humbled by like local bands that I don't know, I get, I get text every day. People are like, have you heard of this band? I'm like, no. It's like endless. The, it's, this mm-hmm. never ends. Yeah, and it's I love that. It's it really is having a renaissance, and there's there is an endless well of just great talented musicians here and it's it's a wonderful thing to see yeah yeah and thank you guys for being a part of it and oh. for you know because you guys are the scene you make it so thanks for thanks for making it scene. And, you're and, right yeah, yeah you do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like when they talked about the 80s it was the replacements and prince right it'll be yeah. the 2020s they'll be like jersey rose and, and everybody else and grand cloud that's <laughs> yeah, there we go there we go yeah i'll be like the pirate radio guy <laughs> 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 That's how they'll remember me. Oh well, do you all want to uh, to to stick around for this Kesha song that I'm about to play after oh, we thank some sponsors? I do want to hear? I've never song. wanted anything. More. All right, so that's what's gonna happen. We're gonna thank some sponsors. I'm gonna come back. We're gonna play a little bit of Kesha, and then uh, you all are are welcome to stick around with me if you want. But you're also free to go. Your time up. Your time is over. Your handcuffs are, are now free. <laughs> I will let you out of the studio if you'd like to leave. But uh, we're gonna take a second. Thank some sponsors. We'll be right back. I'm glad you're here on Happy Reductions Live. 